Hey guys, welcome to the Professional Development Podcast. Today is episode number 84, uh, and it is April 27th. We are going to shoot the shit and talk current events. But before we do that, uh, it's we got Brad, myself, Rich, obviously. Uh, we got a special guest, Joe Worth. Joe, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Um, listen to the podcast all the time. So uh, enjoy doing these when I can with, with buddies and uh, happy to be on this one. Yeah, appreciate it. So uh, Joe's been listening for a while. And so how did you get connected with the podcast and the uh, the Mastermind events? Yep, so uh, I know Brad, um, been racing for about 14 years and uh, connected with Brad through that. Um, used to also be a business owner myself when I graduated college. No longer own the business, kind of partly due to COVID, um, but still get connected. Uh, love being around like-minded people that own businesses or just want to grow themselves. And um, Brad told me about the podcast and uh, been listening ever since. Sweet. So um, I guess the question I have to ask is who's a better racer? Uh, probably Brad, most definitely. Uh, Can you cut that, Rich? I, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> I think he might still hold the all-time win list for the midgets for Power Eye. Brad, yeah, that, can you confirm? That is, that is correct. So, yeah, not to, is, you know. This is not where I want to go. my ego own his head, thing, uh, but he, uh, too, too, he is quite talented. Not where I wanted this conversation to go. Okay, well, <laughs> let's jump into current events topics. Brad, I know you got a lot to talk about. Um, Actually, so I was a little disconnected from the last week because I was on vacation. Uh, But... So I always ask my wife, you know, I'm like, hey, what's the what's the hot topic? You know, what's going on this week? Yep. And what it seems like, well, okay, first of all, Elon Musk officially gets to buy Twitter. So that'll be out there. We talk about that. But then like the one that is also popular with like people less business minded would have to be this Johnny Depp trial. Amber like, Heard, yeah. Johnny Depp, so, defamation. Uh, that was super interesting. And just some of the clips that have been pulled from that trial. And first off, first... How weird is it that this was like such a public trial, but then there's other trials like the Maxwell trial that got literally no TV time at all, which was probably way bigger event that should be like televised in the world. But Johnny Depp's divorce trial or whatever the fuck yeah. it even was, was so popular. So essentially what they're saying is we didn't need to know about a trial that had to do with pedophilia yeah. and like all these rich people thinking that they can do whatever the fuck they want on, on Epstein Island. But we did need to know that Johnny Depp said that slippery whore I donated my jizz to for a while when he referenced his ex-wife. Yeah. yeah. And, and the fact that like she took a shit in his bed oh, or yeah. like one of her friends took a shit in his bed because they were like mad at her. I'm like, this shit is fucking nuts. And it sounds like he's going to like win the trial basically. So, Oh, that lawyer is that her lawyer is fucking up big time. They, they, they cut the clip from, uh, what is it? Liar, liar. Because he literally objected to his own like question. He had a, <laughs> he had a question that he asked. The doctor started answering the question. The doctor answered in the wrong way, so he objected. And the judge is like, <laughs> you asked the question. I, I feel so disconnected because I've certainly seen the tweets and stuff, but I'm like, if I, 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 I try to stay away from the drama, and I'm like, I could care less about this. But you got it like a one-minute overview of like, what is this trial? Yeah, so, trial? I, so I just saw this stuff too, and I so I, I realistically, like I did, I just clips and whatever. So I looked it up beforehand. So basically, Heard wrote, so they got divorced, right? And then she tried basically in court saying that like she abused him physically, verbally, all this other stuff. And then they settled out of court, okay? Well, like years later, 
basically heard writes this like op-ed for Washington Post that basically is like, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse. I left a full divorce of culture's wrath for women who speak out, yada, yada, yada. Not saying Johnny Depp's name, but everybody understanding who she's talking about. So Johnny Depp sued her for defamation and apparently defecation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's where, and that's where, that's like my big take on it, I guess, or my understanding. Yeah, I, like I said, I it doesn't interest me at all. My wife was like ate up on it, like watching like the live trial and shit like that. So like I had no interest in that. All right, so on. So I, I just wanted to take a, a couple things on that, a couple takes on it. So here's what we do know about it. All right. So there are like basically, because um, everybody automatically, I mean, it's understandable, right? With the the history that men have in these situations, like everybody automatically assumes that the man is in the wrong. The pig. But yeah, yeah, and well, Johnny Depp has her like on audio, like like some type of recording saying like, yeah, right, you're going to say that I abused yeah, yeah. you. I know I did this. I know I did that, but no one's ever going to listen to you. Like, Who's going to believe a man? Who's going to believe a man? Um, so she beat the shit out of him. She cut off the tip of his finger, right? <laughs> uh, got him got him cut from the Warner Bros. movies and apparently like Pirates of the Caribbean. So basically like had to part ways for any other movies with them. Um, I did I did see, though, that one of the movies he got cut from, he was supposed to get paid $10 million for, and he still got paid and didn't even have to be in the movie. I did see that. So he ended up okay on that whole deal. This yeah. sounds just like a movie. Right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of crazy ex-girlfriends. Yeah. So, again, like, it's, it's, and all signs are pointing to that, like, this chick is just fucked in terms of, like, whatever. Um Amber Heard, which I don't even really know exactly who she is, but like it is just kind of weird to me that it's like, damn, dude, like she fucked his career by saying this. Now, like you, they went through some text. You could tell that they were like, they had a little bit more of a dark humor. They were saying some pretty fucked up shit to each other, both back and forth. But it's like, yeah, just like she thought that she and could should say all this stuff and then decided to be a, a public figure on this, basically just to boost her own PR. Yeah. Uh, at the at the I guess risk of fuck him and him I guess in his whole whatever. I think it ended up working out for him though. Regardless, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So. so there are some funny clips on there. So all right. Oh, and then we'll lead into that with there was a rumor that she had a threesome. So there's a rumor that Amber Heard had a threesome with Elon Musk and Kara Delavine. Interesting. So this is, yeah. Um, so apparently she was fucking around on him, which, and then apparently like there's like video footage of them getting in, uh, her getting in an elevator with, uh, who was it? James Franco. Okay. So apparently she fucked around, but Elon Musk, like basically when called out on it on like a social media platform was basically just like, I think we should, I think we should worry about other things. Yeah. More important things. So was, was that social media platform Twitter? It was, it could have been. Could have been or truth. Or truth, yes. Yeah. Which, yes. So, uh, like I was getting to, Elon Musk, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago off air at a dinner um, when it first came out that he was trying to buy it. And then it sounded like there was some complications. Like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that needed to happen uh, on the stakeholder side of things for it to actually go through. Um, then it looks like everything's golden. It's going to work out. And then they throw the poison pill in, which I had... I had no clue what a poison pill was at all until I got the whole rundown of it, which was probably way over my head until 
I've watched a TikTok and got it like more street level for me. Give us that because I don't even know. So a poison pill basically was something that was put in place in like the 80s. There was a lot of companies that were mismanaged and people would come in and they would try and buy out businesses and basically overthrow them essentially. Take over management and do everything how they, they saw fit. So what they started doing in the 80s is they had something put it, a stipulation put in called a poison pill that said if somebody comes in and they try and take a majority stake of the business, that what they can do is all the other shareholders can purchase stock for a set amount at a discount. So say 50% of the price, but the person who has majority stake cannot buy that. So basically what they were going to do if the poison pill would have happened is all the other shareholders would have bought enough that would have diluted Elon down to where he wasn't a majority shareholder anymore. He basically would have lost half of his investment instantly mm. for the 9%, which um, it, it's kind of like a catch-22 though, like because that's going to hurt all the stock price in general because you're diluting the stock. Um, and when he's offering over market value for the company, so most people are sitting there saying, hey, you know, we're going to make a lot of money off this. Maybe we should sell. Maybe we should sell to them. Yeah, and it's going to dilute everybody's yeah. everybody's price besides the big buyers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the no, the only the only person that dilutes is the majority shareholder. Everybody else is going to gain more stock, but it just makes it to where the price is going to be lower, essentially. Okay. So Elon you, could have not purchased any more stock. He would have been stuck at his like nine point three, I think it was. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, it, and I it just make sure this makes sense is like yes. Like, so basically everybody could be like, hey, you could buy more. Yeah. We'll open up more so you can buy more. Well, there's the obviously super rich people, which a lot of that is, yeah. like, will buy up a lot, but some people aren't going to buy as much. Yes, it would have it would have hurted the your everyday buyer, basically. Yeah. So, um, and then I was on vacation and then I hear like, oh, share, or Dan sent a text saying, hey, the shareholders met on a Sunday to say that they're going to do this. And basically what ended basically what the fight was about the entire time was this free speech deal, really. It was who wanted to be able to like, these people who are in charge didn't want free speech to really be, like they still wanted to keep the censorship that was there. That was kind of the battle. Was it the money or the free speech that you wanted? Um, and I guess basically money ended up winning that deal. And what I thought was also interesting, you mentioned it, is... Um, so Donald Trump came out with his social media platform called Truth. They are actually number one in the App Store right now for their, I think Twitter's number two. Twitter's number two. Yeah, TikTok's number I just five. pulled that up too on here. He said Truth Social, terrible name in parentheses, exists because Twitter censored free speech. Yeah. So that's what I thought was interesting. And I, he made that post today. So it's like basically saying like the only reason, they, I think he said they should call it Trumpet or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so, I mean, me personally, dude, I think Elon's pretty awesome. Like, do I think he's like normal? Fuck no, he's not normal. Like he's definitely a weird dude. He does things that are definitely more eccentric than most people. But I think like deep down, I think a lot of people look at him as like, he's like a, you know, like a power hungry type guy, like a dictator type ish thing. And I actually think it's like the complete opposite. Like I think he really wants people to have like, it, things are just supposed to be the way they're supposed to be. And that's it. I so. I do. It like where where it's like you could look at somebody like Trump. It's like Trump 100% wanted, wanted a divided house. It's like you're yeah. either this side, you're either with or you're against. It's like yeah. I truly believe that elite and obviously, you know, who, we'll are, find who, out, are, right? who are we? But like he seems like a person that wants the, like wants the best for everybody. So yeah, he bought it at 44 billion. It's 54.20 a share. And then interesting, um, I assume there was going to be some shakeup on this, but Tesla shares dropped more than 12%. And I, I assume some shakeup, like if if that's going to happen. But 
that's just cr- the highlight there is that uh, market value can drop 125 billion in a day. Yeah. And what's also interesting that you mentioned the Tesla stock is uh, their earnings report came out for Q1 and they are more they were more profitable than GM with less operating cost cost. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty interesting which uh, we bailed out GM already and here's Tesla basically like they, their earnings were better than what they expected, and their price still went down. And I think that's all basically due to this whole censorship fight or him buying Twitter, which you think it would have actually went the opposite way. Like I thought his stock would have gone up on almost all his businesses. So, do we know when the deal is going to be finalized? No, I'm trying to look that. So up. they say basically, I think it takes about six months for it to get completed. So it will take a little bit. There is like, a, did you guys hear about this? Like, um, the breakup fee, they're calling it. Like if one of them <laughs> yeah. decides to pull out. So basically... Um, the investors. Yeah, if the investors decide to pull, like now they're... It's like, it's kind of like putting escrow in on a house, right? It's basically like saying like, this is this is like me committing. And if I don't commit, like you get this money still. Yeah. Um, on each side, it's a billion dollars. So like basically it's like if Twitter, if their board decides to back out or tries to kill the deal, Elon gets a billion dollars. And if Elon fucks Which, it up, that's nothing then. <laughs> right. And I feel at this point, if they try to kill the deal, their stock price is only going to dip even more. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, something that I also saw, like since we're talking about like buying companies out, is so this was the largest purchase of like a, a platform like this. So I think the next largest purchase was Slack, which was like 28 billion. Um, but if you look all the way back into the past, I think Instagram was bought for a billion. Is that right? Yeah. And I think YouTube was a billion as well. So to like to put in perspective of like what those two businesses are probably generating. I think YouTube makes like a billion dollars in revenue a day right now. So to put in perspective, like Elon must see something here for the future of Twitter, which I don't know what it is because a lot of people that I know don't even use Twitter. Well, I use Twitter all the time. I don't know about that because I think he had mentioned maybe in a tweet or an interview that he he wasn't as concerned with economics mm. and that he wanted the platform to use it to distribute free speech in the correct way. Just I'm the pretty, right yeah, I'm pretty sure he mentioned it. that he, he he wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say he cared less, but he he wasn't concerned with economics of it. That's interesting, for which sure. is I think in the best interest of the people. For sure. I just watched, yeah. he. Uh, I don't know when it came out, but they just had a SpaceX documentary on Netflix and I just watched it this week and Elon's featured in the majority of it. So it's pretty pretty neat to learn about Elon outside of what you see online. And, you know, I believe that what he's doing is the right move and it's it's going to impact people. And there's people that came out and gave stamp of approval. Like even, uh, um, like wasn't a full-fledged stamp of approval, even uh, fucking Jeff Bezos. Oh, really? It was just kind of like, yeah, I forgot the exact like quote or whatever, but they're basically like intergalactic rivals. Yeah, right? they don't like, like each other that fighting, much right now. They're fighting on Earth and in space, right? Um, and he kind of gave his, Jack, <laughs> Jack Dorsey gave his approval, but and people were surprised by that because he's like the founder or whatever, but everybody at Twitter already hated fucking Jack Dorsey. Yeah. To me, that's like a PR thing of like, all right, everybody at Twitter hates me because I had no idea how to run a company. Everybody said I was a shitty manager. And so now he's like, well, I might as well try to win over some people on the other side. So uh, so I have a theory on this whole Jack Dorsey thing because so he gave up his role, what, like a year ago, I think, as CEO. 
he stepped off I the think board. It was, it was a while ago. Was it more than that? Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, going to say it was less than that. I thought. Yeah, it's not. It I wasn't it was like six months. Yeah, or so. it wasn't that long ago. So I think. Mm. So my theory here is Jack Dorsey used to always preach uh, like the free speech, no censorship. Like that's what this platform is for. And um, two thousand eight. 2008, Jack, he gave up. Jack Dorsey was forced to step down as CEO back in 2008. I think he came something back, just, yeah, yeah, something, something just, yeah, something just happened. happened. I think he completely yeah. removed himself from the company. So Because he, know. I feel like it was like a year ago, something happened there. And um, I think he basically just kind of got diluted out of his own company where he lost the power of what he really wanted out of the company. And I think he eventually just said, peace, I'm out. And then something like this happened. And he was like, this is what I really wanted the platform to be. I think he kind of got he got lost in the fucking motions for a while, and he didn't he couldn't do what he wanted to do because he didn't have that power anymore. It was May. May he stepped down from the board, okay. so he like had to step off of the. Uh, he he basically stepped down as CEO in two thousand eight. Okay. So do you think uh, Trump is coming back? They, he said he's not. Yeah, he said. Oh, he's Elon not. said yeah. he's not. No, Trump, Trump said, said he's not. not. Oh, but Trump's, what was interesting? That was before Elon. No, just, just after he bought it. He okay. said he wasn't going to come he liked, back. He liked whatever you called it on on truth. I don't know what you call yeah. it, like a when you make a post. A truth? Is <laughs> no. it just a truth? I, don't I need to download it. I don't know. I haven't been on there. Yeah. But uh, what was interesting is there was just, uh, there was like a, a lot of people say they're shadow banned on Twitter. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like uh, uh, his son, Donald Trump Jr., he gained like 70,000 followers. 87,000. Oh, 87,000 followers in like 24 hours. Tucker Carlson, so. 62,000. Uh, Joe Rogan, 63,000. And these are all like, so it's it's tough to say because some people just say, well, you know, this is a, um, this is a win for people that are a little bit more right winged, right? So maybe people are joining the platform again, but what they're saying is like, that's like, not that many people, I mean, people join that's every a large day, percentage. but that's yeah. such a overwhelmingly large percentage of people that to join and then follow in one single day that it's like, that's, it's the, it would be interesting if they could like break that down too to show uh, how many of those people joined that day and followed or were already uh, somebody on Twitter. Right. Because that would answer that question. Well, right I away. know Elon also mentioned he was going to be looking into um, kind of like fake accounts and stuff because I think I saw today the New York Times has like 50 million followers, but they only get like 100, 100 interactions a post or oh, so. Wow. And uh, I, I forget who tweeted that, but Elon replied that he thought that was suspicious and, you know, accounts just like that he was going to look into. Yeah, because he said he wants to authenticate anybody who is a real person, yep. which to me, like, I don't know what that means. Like, am I a real person? So do I get authenticated? Or is it like, so there's what is ways, it? So there's ways to do it. So they have them on like, like as weird as it sounds, they have them on the dating apps because there's like bots and shit on dating apps. Wouldn't know. So it's, uh, <laughs> hey, they're tricky. What can I say? <laughs> No, but they they'll like they'll do things where it's like not like show an ID or anything like that, but it'll send you a picture of something that you have to do, like raise your hand like this or yeah. whatever it is, and then like it sends back to like kind of ensure that you're not a robot or I don't know, making the process harder because there's obviously a fuck ton of burner accounts for sure. Yeah. So I have something kind of different that we don't normally talk about, but I know Joey is interested in it. So you were interested in NFTs. We oh, talked. Man, to, we, I could talk an hour about yeah. this all day. So, so we've been looking for somebody to like give us like the like the lowdown on the NFTs. And you were saying you were going off of the V Friends 
Series 2. Yeah, so... Which that uh, would have just dropped, right? Yeah, just yesterday, Gary Vee's uh, Befriend Series 2 dropped. So I've, I've probably spent like, you know, he always says like, you got to invest 50 hours every time before you start talking about something. So I've spent like the last two months every day in discords, Twitter spaces, things like that, learning about NFTs. And so now I'm finally at a point where I, I still have a whole lot to learn, but... I'm knowledgeable enough to invest in it now. And so he just released a new project, uh, which I got one of his NFTs. Um, and he has a couple out there, but man, I, I really think, I know a lot of people see the headlines and like NFTs are risky for sure. And there's a lot of projects that people are in it for the money and that's it. But uh, one thing, you know, Gary always says is you got to believe in the jockey, not the horse. And so I really believe my investment in his NFTs is safer than you know, it's going to get a quicker return on investment and a little safer in some cases in the stock market uh, just because I believe he's putting the emphasis and focus on it. Talking about Gary Vee? Yeah. 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 I mean, so I just, um, he just released a project yesterday, came out with 55,000 NFTs um, with a high demand. And so I minted one, which is basically you are the first one to own one. And uh, the base price was $1,000. And now they're Basically, the floor is right around an ETH. So already in a day, I've made two grand. Just Thanks. and yeah. some characters are already up to ten ETH, which yeah. is thirty grand. That would have been nice. So it's yeah. uh, it uh, it's really awesome. I um, he's throwing a big NFT conference uh, in May. I'm still hoping to snag a ticket to that. But um, NFTs are really awesome. I think you, if you want to invest in it, you got to spend a lot of time and you got to be really careful about what project you're in. But man, yeah. I think it's the way of the future. St- okay, so. That I was going to ask that. So it's like, it's one thing. It's like, you're like, hey, like, first off, that's the way to do it. Like, tell people, like, invest, like, invest time, learn before yeah. you start doing stuff like that. But, um, because I know nothing about it, but I thought it was a little, I thought it was incredibly bold. And basically, Gary Vee, like, staking his whole reputation and career when he was just like, yeah, um, Companies like, back in the day, companies like the Wall Street Journal and this and that, and the New York Times says the internet was a fad. How did yeah. that work out? So comparing NFTs to the internet, obviously you're talking about investments it, as opposed to a way of communication yeah. that's going to change the entire world, but that's that's it, pretty it's bold. Really, um, it's really different. I mean, last year when he came out with his first series, um, I was really skeptical and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. And I, man, I'm kicking myself because those sold right around one ETH, which was anywhere from two to 4,000. And they are at a minimum of about 40 to 100,000 now. So in one year, if you really dedicated time and understood it, you know, you can make a lot of money. But, uh, you know, the community is great out there. People are willing to teach you. Um, And honestly, you know, more companies and more um, influencers are going to start moving towards NFTs because there's a lot of things you can do with them. It's not just you see this silly picture. You know, I could care less about the picture, but, you know, there's utility behind it and contracts. And, um, you know, I think, in the last year, we saw a lot of people push towards NFTs, and I think you're going to see the same thing year over year, you know, as we move forward. So I'm trying to get the fir- first mover advantage towards it because I know it's it's going to be around, and I believe in it. So that's that's why I've been spending my time in. Nice. Okay, so we'll wrap it up there. I think that's probably right about 22 minutes anyway. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Joe's actually going to be on the next one with us as well. So uh, stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. Um, subscribe on every major platform that we have. Uh, Leave us a review. If you guys ever have any questions, uh, probably you can hit us through email, but most likely Instagram is going to be the best one for that. So we appreciate you guys listening and we will see you next time. See ya. Deuces.